who's going to read after me? Why don't we? I'll, go, I'll read after you. And then Brad or Bob will read no for. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like launderer's soap. He will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasant to the Lord, as in the days of old, as in former years, and I will come near you for judgment. I will be a swift witness against sorcerers, against adulterers, against perjurers, against those who exploit wage earners and widows and orphans, and against those who turn away an alien, because they do not fear me, says the Lord of hosts. For I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. Yet from the last days of your fathers you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you said, In what way shall we return? Should people cheat God? Yet you have cheated me. But you ask, what do you mean? When did we ever cheat you? You have cheated me of the tithes and offerings due to me. You are under a curse, for your whole nation has been cheating me. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, so there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of Heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. Your crops will be abundant, for I will guard them from insects and disease. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of heaven, Heaven's armies. Then all the nations will call you blessed, for your land will be such a delight, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. You have said terrible things about me, says the Lord. But you say, what do you mean? What have we said against you? You have said, what's the use of serving God? What have we gained by opening, obeying his commands or by trying to show the Lord of Heaven's armies that we are sorry for our sins? From now on we will call the arrogant blessed, for those who do evil get rich, and those who dare God to punish them will suffer no harm. Then those who feared the Lord spoke with each other, and the Lord listened to what they said. In his presence, a scroll, scroll of remembrance was written to record the names of those who feared him and always thought about the honor of his name. They will be my people, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. On the day when I act in judgment, they will be my own special treasure. I will spare them as a father spares an obedient child. Then you again see the difference between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who don't. What are you Um... Why don't we discuss chapter 3, and then okay. we'll go to chapter 4. Cindy, sir. First thing uh, I picked out about chapter 3, and I'm going, I brought my revelation with me too, because it ties that first part in verse 
23. It says, but who can endure uh, the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he will be like a refiner's fire. And of course, three where it says about, he will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. And I'm thinking of back, going back to Revelation 6 because it reminds me of that guy on the red horse again about Jesus mm. being he's talking about Jesus and him being the purifier and they're talking about fire and I'm like that just reminds me of that so Revelation 6 is 6 4 and there appeared another horse like red like fiery flames and its rider was given a great sword and the power to take peace from earth causing one to put death to another and that of course the rider is Jesus and then the footnote for that if I can find it here Yeah, it says that for the Greek word for fiery or flames comes from the word for pure or purify. Christ rides this fiery red horse as one robed in the flames of God to bring purity to his priestly people. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, oh, that's cool. It links up what, just with that. <laughs> Old Testament to New Testament. I like that. Mm -hmm. And that same passage there, I kind of you get the picture of when Jesus went and cleared the temple mm -hmm. that's the first thing I thought of when I read that um, earlier today I was reading it in the message and it says he'll be like white hot fire from the smelter's furnace he'll be like the strongest live soap at the laundry he'll take his place as a refiner of silver as a cleanser of dirty clothes mm -hmm. he'll scrub the Levite priests clean refine them like gold and silver until they're fit for God fit to present offerings of righteousness then and only then will Judah and Jerusalem be fit for please and pleasing to God as they as they used as they used to be in the years long ago and that's why I, when I read that earlier today I, I got that picture of Jesus going into the temple and like flipping the tables over and clearing <laughs> it and like almost like cleansing it you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. All the, all the priests and Pharisees and all those people were misusing the temple. At that point, you know, as a way to make money and profit yeah. off of people's tithes, basically. And what he did is went in and cleansed the temple, and then he kind of made it fit for worship again. That's true. Yeah, I think. I think that that fits with what it's saying in the Old Testament, because that's when he's there in the flesh, as a man doing that, and then Revelation is like one is like almost like. I guess it technically could be like him through the Holy Spirit, coming into us, and his the flames of his love is because it, it's his love that changes us, because mm -hmm. that's how intense his love is. So I think it's it's kind of like there's a there's that physical rebuke when he's there as a man, but then there's like later on the with the new covenant, it's love that changes mm -hmm. and makes us fit, right. like he did with the Levites. I think that's pretty cool. Well, and, I mean, if we're talking Revelation, it's kind of gonna be the same thing happening in the physical too. Yeah, is that fire is going to come down and cleanse all the dirt and 
make the world <clears throat> the whole world fit mm-hmm. for him in a way <laughs> kind of all I can think about is that song the refiner's fire song <laughs> like as soon as I read that out that's like all I can think mm-hmm. I can't get it out of my head is it an older an older song or is yeah. it yeah, it's like, like an old we... praise and worship, like growing up. <laughs> yeah. Refiner's fire, my heart's one desires to be holy, set apart for you, Lord. Mm-hmm. There's more to it, but like that's all I can. That's <laughs> all I can think. Yeah, I <laughs> sang that in church when I was little. Mm-hmm. How many years ago was that? Mm-hmm. A long time ago. Or 20? <laughs> I thought it was still current. No. no. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to look it up on YouTube. First six and seven <laughs> stood out to me. Says, I am God, yes I am, I haven't changed. And because I haven't changed, you, the descendants of Jacob, haven't been destroyed. You have a long history of ignoring my commands. You haven't done a thing I've told you. <laughs> Return to me, so I can return to you. Mm-hmm. And that that for that last sentence there, return to me, so I can return to you, mm. really stood out yep. as like a way of showing God's grace for His people, mm-hmm. because He's God and He has the power to just, as He did in the past, just wipe out Annihilate. everybody. But He He loves people so much. That he's he's basically saying like I, I could take you out right now, but <laughs> I want you to return to me mm-hmm. because that's how much I love you people. On a smaller scale, it's kind of like how our parents were growing up. Mm-hmm. Like I have the power to yes. annihilate you. <laughs> 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 or current parents, <laughs> but. I choose not to because I love you. So just do what I tell you to and everything will be okay. <laughs> I ban you to the pit of misery. Billy Billy. What, what version do you have up there? The message. What is verse, um, like verse 11, 10, 11? Mm. How does it start in your version? Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If bring, your, bring your full tithes to the temple treasury so there will be ample provisions in my temple. Test me in this and see if I don't open up heaven itself to you and pour out blessings beyond your wildest dreams. For my part, I will defend you against marauders, protect your wheat fields and vegetable gardens against plunderers. Message of God or angel armies. You'll be voted happiest nation. Mm-hmm. You'll experience what it's like to be a country of grace. I almost like that part because it's like <coughs> my version says, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love that. Like, it's good. Like, he'll handle it for you. You know, like, he'll rebuke the devourer. He won't let 
He will not let our ground, the fruit of our ground, be destroyed. Fruit on the ground be destroyed. If this is this is a part of the Bible that people don't like to talk about. Uh-huh. They don't like to talk about tithing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I'm mean, you have to be faithful in what it is that He's telling you to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting to me that. The one, the first thing he says, like, so the question is, the question the people ask is, how do we return to you? Mm-hmm. He says, begin by being honest. Do honest people rob God? But you rob, rob me day after day mm-hmm. by not tithing. And it's just he interesting, in interesting how <laughs> money is is the one thing that seems to rip people mm-hmm. away from. Mm-hmm. God, because hmm. people don't want to have to give up their their finances because it gets really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like that whole. Not granted, with the rich young ruler, he was asked to give away everything, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of kind of the same mindset, though, mm-hmm. just to the extreme. Mm-hmm. But what's funny is God doesn't want your money. <laughs> it's not he wants your, your money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be. I mean. It's because money is the thing that people Hold most love dear. the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's but, the biggest sacrifice. And is, I think, and I know. think too is that what you value is where you're going to put your money at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's a big part of it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But God has to pay off the mortgages for his fifteen thousand mansions <laughs> thirty eight billion dollars houses. Yeah. <laughs> Our big big houses with lots and lots of room. God needs money <laughs> with some God needs mm-hmm. to start building the house of cheese it's pizza and not dough. That's all that where's that? That's just like in Thou shalt build the ark. And take Bob fishing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, verse. Uh, Imagine the payday when I get back to shore. Verse yeah. seventeen. It was interesting. Uh-huh. I was just looking at that that piece. Yeah, because it, it just kind of hit me. I'll just read it here real quick. It said, "On the day when I act as the Lord Almighty, they will be my treasured possession. I will spare them, just as a father has compassion and consp- yeah, spares his son who serves him." And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. And it was just interesting. I like how yours said in verse 16, because it kind of expanded on what they were like writing about. Because mine just says a scroll of remembrance. That doesn't tell me a whole lot. <laughs> I put a star. I put a star in my notes by this because. <laughs> This is one of the coolest. Like I've never, I've read Malachi many times, but this jumped out at me today when mm-hmm. I was reading it. And I want to read it in the message and see if you pick out what I picked out. Mm-hmm. This is cool. Okay. It said, "Then those whose lives honored God got together and talked it over. Mm-hmm. God saw what they were doing and listened. He listened in." A book was opened in God's presence, and minutes were taken of the meeting. 
with the names of the God-fears written down, all the names of those who honored God's name. So it's the book of life. That's what I thought of. Kind of sounds like yeah. it. <laughs> read but it again. Think about think about what he's saying here. Read it again. Yeah, read it again. Then those whose lives honored God got together and talked it over. God saw what they were doing and listened in. A book was opened in God's presence, and minutes were taken of the meeting. When the names of the of the God fears written down, with the names of the God fears written down, all the names of those who honored God's name. Well, take take that in context with what they're what they're talking about right before that, because it says then, and because the, because what were they talking about in, in the meeting? Because uh, it almost seemed. Because that remind uh, maybe I'm way off on this, but that reminds me of where he says we're going to judge along with him, like when we're up there. That, that's what that reminds me of. Because we're talking about like they're talking about the people that before that that were arrogantly speaking against God and saying it was futile to serve Him, mm -hmm. and like it's almost like they're talking about those people. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't know if I'm right on that or not though, but. You're chomping at the bit, so you might yeah, as well just follow. No, this, this is like this is cool. So this is what I get from it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in the verses before, it's talking about the people that are not honoring God yeah. by like turning their back and right. saying it's not worth it, whatever. So then he's saying here, those whose lives honored God got together and talked it over. This is what we're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. We're getting together and we're talking right. it over. Right. And he's listening to us. Listening so God in. saw what they were doing and listened in. Hmm. <laughs> he leaned in. So, He's down and so, so, like, I'm reading this today, and I'm like, oh my gosh. That's what we're doing on, on a Tuesday. Right. We're yeah. all getting together and we're discussing the things of God. Right. And God is, it's like, he perks up and he's like, what are they talking about? <laughs> so then he, he hears us. And so... A book is opened in God's presence, and minutes are taken of the meeting. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> mm -hmm. So there's, like, heavenly oh, beings up right. there taking minutes of what we're discussing. Wow. Huh. And our names are written with the names of God-fearers written down, all the names of those who honor God's name. Like, I have goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So every time we gather together in his name and discuss the word, the word, yeah, it's like it catches God's attention. Mm -hmm. And he, like, leans in. It's like he's listening. Okay. And, and then, then he, he sends his and secretary then like, to come take he's like, <laughs> start writing this down. Right. And write down whatever, well, everyone's names and what they're saying. Hmm. Wow. Because these are the people who are honoring me. Yeah. Because they're trying to figure this stuff out. Mm. <laughs> That's cool. Wow. I've never read it like that. No, well, yeah, neither no. have I, but I'm like... <laughs> and, and you know, like, think about where, like, I'm, I'm like, in between phone calls, so I'm listening to, I'm listening to crazy people talk right. to me. Uh, on the phone, but then, like, in between, I'm reading this, and I'm like, whoa. 
<laughs> Holy cow. That that reminds me of that verse I'm probably going to butcher it, but it said about not forsaking gathering together. Because mm-hmm. like we don't realize how much, how valuable it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Not just to us, but to him. Because I'm like, because I, I mean, when we're, when we're here, like I know it's valuable to me and it's probably mm-hmm. valuable to you guys, right. but mm-hmm. I have absolutely no idea how much he values it. Mm-hmm. I, so, <laughs> you know. When, when you were saying how, um, how like you feel like his ears perk up, like, hey, you know, they're, they're talking and stuff. I promise you guys, almost every morning, you know, I drive to work and, you know, you it's so easy to get caught up in, in the busyness of life and the busyness of your day. Um, the minute I say, good morning, Lord, I feel like he just kind of goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's here. Like, mm-hmm. like uh-huh. and, 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 and it, I almost can just see it or hear it. I can't explain it, but like, mm-hmm. I feel it where he, where he's like, ah, there she is. There <laughs> she is. And, and like, I have his attention. So that would make sense. Like you were saying that he does that when we are all gathered, mm-hmm. you know, in his name, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And then you brought up, you know, verse the verse seventeen. I was just gonna say which then after after we realize what's what's happening here, he's listening in, he's ha- he's yeah minutes are being taken, he's writing our names down. And then it says they're mine, they're all mine. Mm-hmm. They'll get special treatment when I go into action. <laughs> I treat them with the same consideration and kindness that parents give the child who honors them. And once more, you'll see the difference it makes between a person who does the right thing and one who doesn't, between serving God and not serving Him. As the answer to their the people that were questioning it. What's yep. the point? And doubting it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm. So, it's, so it's cool, too, to see kind of a grace there, too, because he's like, he's showing, he's using people like us to show other people that may even be believers that are doubting like hey it is worth it mm-hmm. look how I'm treating these people mm-hmm. yeah look at look at what you do get not that it's all about what you get but look at what you do get look at the benefits of mm-hmm. this relationship with me mm-hmm. that's how I see that yep that's pretty freaking that's awesome good stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really awesome Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm good for it. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, wow. chew on that for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Does anybody else have anything else for chapter three? The book of Psalms. That too. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. That's crazy. Hmm. You want to go on? The... I'll start for. I mean, I guess you might as well. Just read yeah, because it's really short. If I'm gonna read those six things. Chapter, six, or six, verses. six chapters. Uh-huh. All right, Malachi chapter four it says, "Surely the day is coming; it will burn like a furnace. All the arrogant and ev- every evil doer will be be stubble." To the, I haven't heard that word for a while. Mm-hmm. And the day that is coming will set them on fire, says the Lord Almighty. Not a root or a branch will be left to them. But for you who revere my name, the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its rays, and you will go out and frolic like wild, wild, well-fed calves. Then you will trample on the wicked. They will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act, says the Lord Almighty. 
Remember the law of my servant Moses, the decrees and the laws I gave him at Horeb for all Israel. See, I will send the prophet Elijah to you before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents, or else I will come and strike the land with total destruction. Like the, uh, you'll go out and grow fat like salted calves. <laughs> <laughs> Frolic. <laughs> That's my version. I like your frolicking. Yeah. Better. <laughs> and that they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet. That's it. I like that. Chapter. Frolicking over the the ash of the wicked people. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting picture. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because they're. I mean, my my version says that. Um, the day which is coming shall burn them up, says the Lord, that will leave them neither root nor branch. So, like, I mean, that's just, there's nothing left. There's nothing for them to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Nothing left. And this is, uh, this is one of the verses in the Bible that people use as uh, an argument that hell is an mm-hmm. event where people are annihilated and not a continuous, you know, like yeah, like eternal, like, eternal torment. Like David Ashraf was saying. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. You know, they'll be burned <laughs> up and they'll be turned to ash. and We'll trample and frolic on them. Yeah. That's and then it. The, the, right, the righteous will basically be earth. ash under their feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if that's the case, this is kind of describing what, what happens after hell. Hmm. And we're only going to get there, verse 4, by right living and remembering the, the right. commands. With the statutes and judgments. Hmm. <sighs> verse 5 and 6 had me a little stomped earlier. I mean, I had an idea of what I thought it meant. And then I looked it up and did a little research, and it was kind of close to along the lines of what I was thinking. But what do you? What are your thoughts on verse five and six? Five and six. How you interpret that? I'd be interested to get some thoughts. Mine says, but also look ahead. I'm sending Elijah the prophet to clear the way for the big day of God. The decisive judgment day, he will convince parents to look after their children and children to look up to their parents. If they refuse, I'll come and put the land under a curse. Yeah, it's weird. You said it said put the land under a curse. Mm-hmm. It's weird how yours just says curse and mine says total destruction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that, that seems like a big so like, two different things. gap there. So um, I have the Amplified and it says... He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, a reconciliation produced by repentance, so that I will not come and strike the land with a curse of complete destruction. Okay. Mm. So he uses both there. Yeah. Huh. How does the, the beginning of verse 6, or verse 5, five. read? 
for everyone. Mine says, but well, I'm sending Elijah the prophet to clear the way. Mine says, behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Mine's pretty darn close to yours, so very, very close. Behold, I'm going to send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord. That's just like kind of confusing. Like, is he literally going to be sending right. Elijah? Like that, like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> was, thank you. Yeah, like here. Because mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of things I've read say that it's not literally going to be Elijah; it's going to be the spirit of Elijah, mm -hmm. which is kind of what John the Baptist had. Right. You right. know, the spirit of Elijah prepared the way for the right. first coming of Jesus. Yeah. Right. That would make sense. And then another spirit of Elijah will become to prepare the way for the second coming. Right. But everyone's Bibles literally like says Elijah the prophet. Uh -huh. Yeah. It doesn't say the spirit, the spirit of, of or yeah. someone like Elijah. Yeah. Is that Send something that we're supposed to take literally? Right. <laughs> because <laughs> Elijah never died, right? No. Yeah. He was He was transcended. He was transcended. And it is saying it here a lot of people are, are thinking this too. A lot of it depends on what you think about the two witnesses mm -hmm. and they're thinking that a lot of people are thinking that Elijah's going to be one of them mm -hmm. which if that's if that's physically how it's going to be and it's not just symbolism again mm -hmm. like I could see that because he didn't die I could see that mm -hmm. happening yeah but I don't know <laughs> yeah since he didn't die like but I don't know <laughs> but it is also prophecy and when you're talking prophecy you do have to think about the not literal. Yeah, no, not <laughs> yes, literal. that's what I mean. That's mm -hmm. why it's hard. To, why it's mm -hmm. hard to say on that one. Yeah. But, but it's just, it's cool though, because it's to me that's just another promise too that if there is reconciliation, or against if there is reconciliation between parents and their children, that he's not going to curse or destroy. Mm -hmm. No. Just kind of like uh, what saying. Um, I can find it again. I think I lost it. Hold on. <laughs> Just like like with the tithing thing, he's saying about if if you do this though, you you will not be under their curse. So he's, he's so it's not. So once again, you're seeing how good he is because like he's not like well you're just cursed either way because you already messed up. It's like I'm giving you this opportunity, and I'm telling you what you need to do, and I'm laying it out for you, like I'm making it clear that this this is it, you know. Mm -hmm. So you're you're not you're not ignorant of what's going on, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So like a parent telling their kids like, hey, if you do this, great. If you don't, these are the consequences, you know. If so. you do this, you get a candy bar <laughs> on the way out. Mm -hmm. Well, you get more than just a candy bar with God. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> no, mm -hmm. I just like how they do that, though. Yeah. Right. The only note I have. Oh, you were you going to say something? Well, I just looked up. I could read the note. Yeah, do your thing. So it says this is a prophecy p 
partially fulfilled in John the Baptist, of whom it was said, He will go before him in the spirit of power. Well, I can't read my own writing. It <laughs> <laughs> looks like it says, He will go before him in the spirit of power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the land. And that's a uh, verse in Luke 19, 1, 17. The same will be, the same will happen in the last days to prepare for the second coming of Jesus. So one like Elijah is, seems to be the general consensus of what that verse means. I don't know. After I after I was looking around, it looked like one of those websites. Like, you buy it? Not a reputable, credible. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's. I was trying to think of how to say it since it was being recorded. Accurate. <laughs> it's from Wikipedia. <laughs> well, that's hit or miss. In the beginning, <laughs> God came in on a Porsche. God is driving his Porsche. You have something? I was just saying, like, my, I'm just going to read the footnote for mine, too. I guess it kind of says some of the same stuff. But it says, uh, As Elijah came before Elisha, whose ministry was a, one of judgment and redemption, so Elijah will be sent to prepare God's people for the Lord's coming. John the Baptist ministered in the spirit of, power, of the power of Elijah. And some feel that Elijah may be also be one of the two witnesses in Revelation 11. Uh, and this says about in four, in four six and turn about turning the hearts. John the Baptist sought to accomplish this. If Israel does not repent, she will be dealt with as God had dealt with Edom. And that's this thing that I was reading was talking about how many pastors have misinterpreted this verse to mean that Elijah is coming first and will destroy all things. They have made him one of the two witnesses who appeared during the great tribulation, but the scripture is clear, and then he comes before the great and dreadful <laughs> day. We already discussed in the two witnesses. See, that, like, I think it's probably not a... Chapter three or four. Mm -hmm. That's good. I think that's about all I was able to pick up so mm -hmm. far. It was very short, so you guys pretty much. That's that is really cool though what you picked up on that mm -hmm. with the meeting. Mm -hmm.